You're listening to Amazingly Terrible. Is this some type of test? On this episode, we watched My Little Pony, Season 1, Episode 13, The Ghost of Paradise Estate, Part 3 of 4. You're listening to Amazingly Terrible, a podcast exploring the cartoons you loved as children, as adults. My name is Adam. Uh, my name is Matt. My name's David. I'll be Mike for tonight. Mike for tonight. Ooh, you, you already got in your first Wordsworth. That sounds like the, uh, the new competitor to OnlyFans. <laughs> Mike oh. tonight. Mike for, Mike for tonight. Mike with for a four. Tonight. Mike f- 42 to 42 night. <laughs> Mike 42 night. <laughs> Someone did a really awkward joke at a party. Uh, what was the stripper movie that had a mic in it? Um, magic Mike? Didn't it have like Magic the Mike? They're like, yeah. hey, Mike, Magic Mike. And then all of a sudden she just stopped and realized like kind of what she said. And she's like, uh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was like it was like a friend uh, of yours talking to you. She was like, "Hey, it is, Magic yeah. Mike, and it's she Mike, Magic Mike." And then she's like, uh, how? "And then no, you whipped like out your, you whipped out your deck of many <laughs> yeah. things." It was like, "Any? Uh, how did you my know? Dick, my Ooh. dick of many things. Deck, deck of many things. <laughs> I've heard it both ways." Uh, <laughs> um, did she then? Did she like lift your shirt and stroke your uh, rock hard six pack? No, luckily it wasn't that kind of party. It was I'd a, say unluckily. <laughs> well, <laughs> let's okay. just leave it at that. All right, let's let's get this dog and pony show started. All right, all right, all right, guys. Time for the main event. Yes, the my little event. pony. The main event. All right, event. my little pony. We're going to drain the main vein of ponies. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, My Little Pony was originally a toy line developed by Hasbro, and it was developed by the illustrator Bonnie D. Zacharel. Ooh, I think I'm nice. pronouncing that correctly. And she designed a toy in, I think, 1981 or 80 called My Pretty Pony. And it was an eight inch tall, brushable toy pony that is a big figure that's big oh yeah well i have a picture let me i'm sending it to you so okay nice they weren't horsing around were they oh jesus Jesus. (laughs) i hey Did, did you send it in the chat or did you send it via uh I got distracted by Mike's fucking comment. I sent it anywhere. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm a little hoarse right now. Oh, <laughs> you just wrote down a thing of puns, didn't you? Yeah, that's I, all you did. Look, you said you took notes. Look, I'm really good with the animal puns. I I can't. <laughs> I, 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 sorry if this is a party foul. Full party mm, full. God, you, I you, pronounced it. There we go. Yeah, party full. Party foal. I, I was I need gonna to say you already, you already did party foul. Party foal. The, uh, yeah, party foul was Ducktales. So now yeah. this is a party foal. It was instantly a bestseller, and apparently Bonnie had to really fight with management that this toy would be at all interesting. 
and she really pushed for it and, and pitched it multiple times. And she and a sculptor and I believe uh, one other member of the team um, submitted a, uh, a patent for the toy and it was an instant bestseller. However, nice. they decide, they discontinued it after a year in favor of My Little Pony in 1982. Did they make the toy littler? Yes. <laughs> so there. so okay, My Little Pony but My Little Pony was a direct successor of My Pretty Pony, right? Yes. So it's more like an offspring. Yeah, My Pretty Pony only ran they only they only made a year and they never made a show or anything about it. Yeah. My Little Pony was when they were like, okay, this is a hit, but let's make it cheaper. It's too big. So they made gotcha. it much smaller. <laughs> yeah. Like, too too much material, so let's make it little. Let's call it My Little Pony. Yeah. Right. Okay. So My Pretty Pony is like the upscale version of it. Yeah. Because um, it could it could wiggle its ears, swish its tail, and wink one eye. Oh, really? It could so, wink? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. It could wink at you. Nice. So that lot, toy line was called Generation 1 by Collectors. Okay. And 150 million ponies were sold in the 1980s. And the line ran from 1982 to 1992 and 1995 globally, peaking in sales about 1990. Wow, that late. For some reason, I thought that, that yeah. it, had, it was at the peak of its popularity in the 80s, like at the, in the late 80s, like 87, 88. Apparently not. 1990s is when they sold the most. But that's also, wow. they discontinued it in the States two years after that. So they must have known, like, we've hit saturation. Yeah, yeah. And they're starting to get competition. Okay, the, t- the, the TV series. The series proper ran from 1986 to 1987. And guess who was uh, helping to produce it? Sunbow Marvel Productions. Yeah, I was going to say A Marvel. classic. Yeah. Well, they they made uh, comics, right? I I think they did a full court press for. Is this part movie. of the Marvel yeah. Cinematic Universe? No, because they don't own the rights. Yep, it is. Oh, it is. Okay, it is. No, no, it definitely is. I mean, you you saw it in uh, the last Avengers movie mm-hmm. when they had other people mm-hmm. coming out of all the portals from the various you know parts of the world, and you have all the magicians together. They had all the the little ponies were there with ponies. Them. Yeah. Look, if if Howard the Duck could make it in, then ponies could make it in. Yeah, and uh, there was the the Doctor Strange pony that stepped out. Mm-hmm. He, had a, he had a little cape. What was the what was that flank? Like, what was their cutie mark? Uh, it was a picture of magic. Mm-hmm. Then then you had the Hulk <sighs> pony that was just right. you know three times the size of every other pony in green. It was it was just my pretty pony in with a bunch of my little ponies. Exactly. In it, yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pony smash. It was also another split series uh, because the actual show itself was called My Little Pony and Friends and My Little Pony ran for the first segment and the second half was another Presbo property yes. uh, such as Glow Friends, Moon Dreamers, or Potato mm. Head Kids. That makes sense. That makes sense now. I think I need to interject here and, and tell you about watching the show. Okay. Okay. So this ran in the morning, and I basically used my little pony as an alarm clock. (laughs) (laughs) The second show in this block was completely unwatchable. When my little pony came on, I knew I had to get my shoes on and get my backpack together so I could walk down to Stratford Landing. You'd wake up, turn on the TV, 
that was your warning time. Like when this episode came on, that's when yeah. you knew you had yeah. certain time. Okay. I use this to, to, to know when to go to school. You know, because you lived super close to the school. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's like no yeah, was, no streets to cross. He was yeah. walking distance. I was biking distance. I think you were still walking distance, Mike. I think you could probably. You well, decided. I could have. But I was cut lazy. through the woods. So. So, so as long as no oh, one was right. home, I did actually watch a few episodes. That yeah. is one of the things from our generation is that we used TV shows as our clock. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that when when certain shows came on, we knew what time it was for our clock, for our mother, for our father, <laughs> for our siblings, for our life lessons. Well, for hey, our YouTube homework. is a babysitter for kids these days, right? But, but yeah, but I, at least I, on I YouTube, mean, you get to learn Russian words. You know, <laughs> I don't think those are the Russian words you want to learn. <laughs> I don't. I don't know which Russian words I want to learn. Probably quit hitting me would be the one that I... <laughs> I'm not the man you're looking for. <laughs> right. I have no money. Vodka. Okay. V- the, yeah, that's the right one. So the series was released three months after My Little Pony the movie and after two other My Little Pony specials that were eventually folded mm. into the show and made into multiple part episodes. That makes sense. So they they kind of followed a little bit of a platform similar to Rainbow Bright, and then they jumped into the more He-Man classic system, if that was the case. Because Rainbow Bright was just a bunch of specials, basically. Well, I think that what was different is they, because of My Pretty Pony, they knew it was going to be a a hit. Like, they knew it was going to sell. So they went ahead and produced a movie and specials, before they got the series up and running because they were like, we're okay. going to make money with this. Legally, like, they had to say it was based on a, an, on a comic book, but these were developed by Hasbro in order to be toys and then given to Marvel, and they'd say, okay, make a comic book, and then we will make all the other properties off of that quote-unquote, off of that quote-unquote comic book. But in fact, they were all toy lines first. Is that why they changed the name? From My Pretty Pony to My Little Pony? Yeah, so there wouldn't, there wouldn't be an existing toy? I don't. Maybe it seemed like that was more just to just to shrink the toy down, just to have like a reason to sell a smaller toy. It seems like yeah, because I think they were like, oh, we can like essentially serialize this, and my pretty pony. The future of that is like, okay, you make it in a bunch of different colors. My my little pony is like you do tons of different characters and colors. Yeah, you make them collectible. Yeah, and you make them collectible. Yeah, and you make them collectible, yeah. Wait, but do you make them collectible? <laughs> In terms of voice talent, uh, we got a who's who. A bunch of people, but including Frank Welker, Tress McNeil, nice, nice. Nancy Cartwright. Nancy Cartwright, nice. Uh, Bettina Bush, who did the I'm Loving It sting for McDonald's. Because hmm. mm. she was actually quite young, quite young when she recorded this. And then Charlie Adler, I think we've mentioned before, but he's the fucking man. He's been in every cartoon. So, DuckTales, Spawn, all three mm, different yeah, G.I. Joe yeah. series from 1986 to uh, 2010. SpongeBob, Harley Quinn, but he looks like a fucking homeless man. <laughs> hey, it's he's a voice actor, right? So, Yeah, I, I guess. He doesn't still have to worry about uh, the appearance. He has had an amazing career. 
for sure. Nice. You, you'll like go through. I you'll go through his lists, and there'll be like seven or eight shows a year that he's doing the voices on. Nice. All right. And nice. now to get into the show proper. Time for the main event. My little um, so pony, my little pony. M-A-N-A. A little background, a little background, like on the shut up, set up, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> shut up. That's shut up, Mike. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up, Mike. Shut up and help me put this shed up. Hey, get off your high horse. <laughs> um, so oh. the premise of the show is the ponies live peacefully in Paradise Estates in Ponyland. Um, but they're often threatened by trolls, witches, and other villains. Like kind of a villain of the week mm. set up. Mm. And there are shit tons of characters, just tons and tons of characters, to the point where there are little classes of ponies. So right. they don't live yeah. in Equestria, yeah. in Canterlot. God, no. man, they they came up with such better material later on. Mm-hmm. Getting my in the my, better My Little Pony, <laughs> my little my my little brony, my littlest pony. That portion should, uh, should, should oh. we talk about the brony aspect? Because I thought bronies were like about no. this this generation the, of they, my little pony. They, no, no, they're about the next generation. They're no, about they, friendship is magic. Yeah, friendship it, is magic. It came okay. about because of yeah. of uh, people like our age that remembered the My Little Pony and started watching with their children when Friendship is Magic came out. And then there's the weird, you know younger generation that kind of latched onto that, but we're not going to talk about them. So the earth okay. ponies are like normal horses, but they're brightly colored and uh, they're basically bullshit red shirt ponies. <laughs> okay. And they uh, okay. are killed. They're killed by the millions. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> Every pony away mission. They have to have at least three ground based hundreds. So they can act 300 <laughs> yeah. ground based ponies just so they can kill them to prove yeah. that the situation is serious. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the Pegasus Excellent. pony are uh, agile winged horses who can fly in the skies of Ponyland and even go beyond the rainbow into our world. These are like the Derek of ponies. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the, cross, cool. the CrossFit the- ponies or the pilot ponies? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're like your shock troops and pilots. They do a lot of the heavy lifting, you know, very dependable. Gotcha. So they're more like the Shouldn't blue he be shirts, around to defend basically. himself? Or no, they're probably we more we like We all the, know it's true. They're probably more like the yellow shirts, like the command class, basically. I don't know. Yeah. Well, interesting thing about Star Trek is actually blue shirts are statistically more likely to be killed hey. than red shirts. It's just that there are fewer uh, blue shirts. That, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Is that yeah, the, the interesting thing about Star Trek? There, there is there is a statistical <laughs> analysis of who's more likely to be killed, but this isn't yeah. Star Trek. This is My Little Pony. So look, let's look deep into your heart and ask yourself: Is that what's interesting about Star Trek? So uh, I, I say nay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming you're going to say that like five more times. Yeah. Well, we got to pony up. 
with Fucking all of the puns. I you already <laughs> said that. You already said polio. <laughs> okay, let me cross that off the list. Okay. I said it a couple times, so I'm going to cross it off now. Once it gets overused. I- I'm still going to horse around a little bit more, though. I'm, I'm okay. totally going to horse around. No, I'm crossing that one I better off be the, the one okay. that gets Star Trek the you- animated series, because otherwise I'm going to just drive whoever's summarizing that nuts. So... It goes to Mike. Are you TOS, okay. man? I'm not, but I will, I will do some deep diving on that. No, I'm I'm next gen and uh, DS9. Those are my two. Okay, groups. well, so. okay. When it comes to Star Trek, you could be the main man. Okay. Uh, you, unicorn <sighs> ponies possess a single horn on their foreheads, and they are able to wink in and out of a, a short-range teleport. And possess Ooh. a unique individual ability, including telepathy, telekinesis, aerokinesis, hydrokinesis, or intuition. Yeah, they're the blue shirts. Nice. Yeah, they're definitely the blue shirts. Yeah, yeah. These are like the warlords of your pony forces. Yeah. The flutter ponies are shy but powerful creatures with magic in their gossamer wings, granting them flight as well as various undefined abilities. They so live I'm... in Flutter Valley. These are basically the mics of Ponyland. They are truly, so. they are truly the ASMR ponies of Ponyland. Yeah, the they're the ponies. ASMR ponies. They are the ASMR. So aren't they the ponies. same thing as the other winged ponies? No, these are flutter ponies, and they're, they have they're beautiful flutter ponies. Flutter wings. They have gossamer all right, wings. All right, all right, let... not feathered wings, Mike. Let. Let's Mike, let's Mike, rain. Mike, it play in. with us. Let's play with rain, us. Bring it down. Rain Mike. It, Bring it down. Yeah, yeah. Mike. Mike. Cut it out. Bring it down. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sea ponies are brightly colored seahorse-like creatures, and they live in the rivers and lakes of Ponyland. And they're creepy as fuck. Yeah, they draw down <laughs> their victims and feast on their eyes. <laughs> And a uh, fun fact about, um, wh- wait, what'd you call them? They're sea ponies? Or what are they? Sea ponies, yeah. Are they, they're sea ponies or as I like to call them, seahorse ponies. The, the, the interesting thing about sea ponies is the males are the ones that give birth to the <laughs> offspring. Mm-hmm. That is interesting. <laughs> that is very interesting. Just, they're... Their Blue Mountain bean holes just explode, and (laughs) full-size ponies come out. Yeah. They're just shooting beans all over the place. Call back! Um, We've got the Bush Bullies, who are a species of furball with a hive mind mentality. Causes them to think alike and always be in agreement. Interesting. The Furbobs, who are cousins of the Bush Willies... And they walk on two legs, who are, as opposed to the bush willies, and they always disagree. So fur bobs are the opposite of a high mime. Yeah, anytime they agree, that it signals an emergency situation. So these are the atoms. <laughs> nice, nice. So they got hive minds, but um, how come there's no high, hive penises or hive vaginas? Or hive livers or hive lungs. I mean, how great would sure. it be if, like, I'm working and I could just have Mike go eat something and then I get satiated? Yeah, that would be great. Or, mm. um, but basically, we would spend all our time being high because you know 
that one guy in the hive mind is just an asshole. And he's just, he's like, I'm going to fuck it all up for the rest of you. Yeah. Hey, I'm the mat of this podcast, hive mind. The the Grundles, a, uh, a race Wait, of Wait, shit, there's more? Jesus oh, yeah. Christ. They, okay. uh, These are things are not even in this episode. No, this is just yeah. like the. There's hundreds of characters, dude. I've got to. I've got to like Rundles, start writing this shit down. I feel like I'm taking a master's class. They uh, they live in the. They used to live in Grundleland, but that was smoothed into um, <laughs> Ponyland. Are in we sure you're not Pony making this up right now? Grundle. <laughs> they were in Grundleland. They got yeah. smoothed Grund- into My Little Ponyland. The, the, the Grundle <laughs> King was played by Danny DeVito. <laughs> and uh, now they now live in they now live in Dream Castle. And the these are the are Mies. Dream these are the mats of uh, Ponyland. Um, then we have three human children: Megan, Danny, and Molly, who are siblings. And they fly across the rainbow to join the little ponies in Ponyland. Uh, and they have a terrible home life that they're running away from. Oh really? To escape, to escape into the rainbow. Yeah. Uh, then we have Spike, Spike the baby dragon, and oh, finally okay. Moochick, who is a wise but quote unquote eclectic gnome, who near lives in the nearby Mushromp with his rabbit assistant. He's clearly the David of the podcast. <laughs> Because of the way you live in a mushroom. In the mushroom, yeah. That's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so basically, the whole thing about this show is it instead of having a plot, it just introduces more characters. Yeah, yeah. So it's like Pokemon. Yeah. It's like the last two seasons of the original Transformers cartoon. Yeah. It's like, we need to expand the toy line. So. New gotchas. <laughs> All right. Are we ready to talk about this episode? Now oh. that we now that we've done the lore? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. So we're going to start the timer. 10 minutes and 30 seconds. <laughs> okay. Uh in this episode, they fucking deep end you hard into yep. a very fucked up weird situation. I think I think it's uh, good to remind folks that might be listening right now that it, this is episode 3 of a four-parter that we're jumping in on. So it's part three of right. episode thirteen. Yeah, we deep ended ourselves into I don't know I don't know what we're watching. <laughs> yeah, there's no recap. Yes, yep. and let me just say though the the summary of the first episode of this three part series is um, Paradise Estates is quote unquote haunted by a ghost. That's where we start. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. The basic setup is that Pluma who is a shape-changing bird, uh, is being black by, blackmailed by Squig or Squirg? Squirg. Squirk. Squirg. Squirk. Squirt. Squirk. Squirk. I think it's Squirk. Yeah. A, Squirk. A giant red octopus who is keeping her grandfather captive uh, to find something called the Flash Stone. Do we know that? No, we do not know that. I thought they did a pretty good job of uh, showing and not telling it. It's, that's true. She looks like she looks like a white peacock, like a white male peacock almost. 
because she's got like massive yeah, she, feathers she, coming up her tail. She looks like a swan cuck, like a peacock yeah. crossed with a swan, or like a peacock who got switched over to day mode interface. Yes, yes, exactly. But and the she, important thing is she found it. It's It starts off with her like turning into a whirlwind and boring into the ground inside of a giant crater. Yes. And then coming back up with half of a medallion. Yeah, so we start on what is clearly a cliffhanger from episode two. Uh, she destroys Paradise Estate and comes up with the flash stone. Yeah, she's like in a pit where, like a, a square pit where there used to be a, some sort of a building. Yeah. I could tell it already seems like it was one of those anticlimactic second or third parts where it was like really uh, a big deal at part two. And then they start part three, and it's like, never mind, I found it. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Or, 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 I actually think that the first episode, they ended it with her destroying Paradise Estates. And then they spent, and then in the second episode, they spent the entire time just talking about it. And then the third episode. Or powering. No, they spent the entire second episode powering up. The second episode was all just them going into their Imperial Senate. And having just, a lengthy bureaucratic debate about it. It's, it's just exposition. Finally passing Nothing a resolution. Yeah. yeah. No, no. It's got to switch to like three different Fakes. worlds. They, they bring in the second string animators and talk about how the Dragon Balls are connected to the planet. Uh, and, yeah. and they have to <laughs> exactly. tell everything else that's going on in the universe. So like, you know, the ponies that aren't even present in the episode, they're going to get like their five minutes of... of you know, um, talking about something, Mike. They have a title. They are the non-present ponies. They were an entirely different toy line. The, the non-present mm. ponies. Um, so as soon as Pluma starts talking, <laughs> she's so annoying. She tells the assembled audience of kids, a bunch of ponies, and other riffraff that this amulet basically will do whatever the wearer wants it to do. Wait. What is it? Amulet. The flash stone. It's an amulet. The am- it's an the amu- amulet. <laughs> no, it's amulet. It's an it's amulet. It's an amulet. It's amulet. It is an it is an egg amulet. It's an amulet. Mm, an amulet. It oh. sounds so delicious. Yeah. It's okay. great for Sunday morning brunch. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, it sounds when like a nightmare. A little bit of cheese, a little bit of ham. Yeah. Fucking, you piece of shit. <laughs> okay, okay. So, okay, subsequent to the omelet. What else? <laughs> Thank you for calling me out on that. I deserve it. <laughs> the only problem is that half of the omelet is missing. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the important thing is, is, it- is, is she says the, the omelet will actually allow any... Uh, allow the wearer to actually make anything come true but she has a hard time Shh. essentially yeah, saying that so yeah. megan comes in and is like oh you mean like it could just do whatever you want and she said yeah and then somebody one of the ponies says then bring our fucking house back right yeah <laughs> fix um, the estates so we get to see half of the estate because she can only will half of it back right yeah it's only but, it's only one egg omelet it's like who only makes a one egg omelet it's, yeah. <laughs> it's nothing. Exactly. There you go. Oh. Solid. Well, I guess it's an omelet now. But, uh, but no, I bet that half. Of, I bet that half of a house is great for selling the uh, playset. 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But why not just <laughs> Parad- imagine Paradise Estates now with battle damage? <laughs> no, she can she can reach in the back and move the characters around. Yeah. Why don't you just imagine two estates and that way one full one would appear. exactly, Mike. Egg, exactly. Egg, exactly. Egg, exactly. Oh no. So, why not just can... other sorts of puns? <laughs> <laughs> He's just ecstatic uh, about it. You got You oh, got Jesus Christ. You got to break a, f- a few puns to make an, a, a joke. Oh Christ! No, to okay, make a, a proper amulet. What's what's the name of the amulet again? Is it a? It's the wish stone. It's an amulet. The flash stone. The flash stone. So the flash so, amulet. Yeah, yeah. But why not flash. just imagine two dead squigs? <sighs> yeah. Or 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 imagine or, one dead squig, so you get half of a dead squig because it's yeah. basically a dead squig. Exactly. So the ponies despair. Yeah, and can we talk about the baby ponies here? Yes, they're oh, baby yeah. ponies. Well, like half the, ha- half the characters are baby ponies and seem to have, like, caveman syntax. Yeah, they have, like, broken English that's, like, pigeonese, but, like, yeah, but yeah caveman syntax, yeah. Ponies. Um, it's because they realized, oh, we can we can do what we did, but again, so mm-hmm. we're just going to make another smaller set of My Little Ponies and call them babies. Yeah. And we'll make them super cute, so all the kids are going to want to play with them. Yeah. Right. Also, so- did they fucking name one of those characters Baby Heartthrob? Yes, <laughs> they did. <laughs> yeah. Baby Heartthrob was the one that was saying that, yes. So are ponies baby horses, or are ponies like a different species of horse seriously seriously mike yes mike. Seriously, like for the re- for the, for the viewers so mike so horses ho- horses have different stages of development it starts with pony goes to donkey goes to mule goes to stage horse goes to horse then they pupate and then they pupate into clydesdales <laughs> yep which are draft that horses. is 100 percent. yeah that is 200 percent the truth <laughs> Two hundred percent. Okay, moving you, on. Oh, I forgot yeah, the you can hold the flash. No, you can hold the. Oh, you can no, hold the move. amulet and imagine two truths. No, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> I'm just gonna no, say po- nay. Po- ponies are a separate. Gonna, breed. Nay, nay <laughs> to this yeah. whole. Po- ponies ponies, are, ponies different are different. They're a different creature entirely. They're like donkeys or mules or goats. Well. No, so you you can have Philly, Philly. Yeah, Phillies. Okay, so Phillies are the actual babies of no. whichever horse line we're talking foal. about. No, foal. A foal. Foal is a baby. A Philly is a female horse, and a mare yes. is a male horse. Do they come, yeah. do, do they come from Philadelphia? No, yes. a, a stallion is a mare horse. I'm, a, a, oh, sorry, stallion a stallion is, is a male horse. Is a a male mare horse. is still a female horse. Yes. Yeah, I think a Philly is like. I think it's a female horse, but does that have to be like a certain age? Yeah, oh, it's like, like a virgin also, horse, maybe. Like there's also a yearling. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you get that tight. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm just gonna stop you there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank no. you, Mike. Thank we're, you. We're, we're, Thank we're you. not gonna. We're not straying into brony territory here. Wait, no. I, you're right, Matt. A filly is a female horse that's too young to be called a mare. Yep. That was David. No, you were the one that so was saying you're that. Right. Philly is a really yeah. tight 
virgin horse. Oh, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Luckily, Megan has an idea and runs off. Oh, Megan's always got ideas. She's totally a Megan. She's totally a Megan. Is she the one in the really weird overalls? Yeah, she has. Yeah, she has frilly overalls. Frilly overalls with like a dicky, or or like what is she, like what's that? Like a bib. Yeah, yeah like, well, it's got, got like a, a little collar. Yeah, she. It's like a onesie or something, or did a jumpsuit. Ki- did kids wear that back it's in the like 80s? a jumpsuit with the sides yes. ripped out, so she has to wear a shirt underneath it. Do you do you not remember all the horrible styles we had to suffer through, Mike? I I remember the gene rolling thing. I still do that. <laughs> that's because you're in New York, and that's probably still fashionable or came back into fashion. Because my around. ankles get real yeah. hot. <laughs> I like wearing pleated pants, so it lets everyone know how old I am. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm more I'm more into like the grunge territory where like the knees are ripped out of my jeans, except instead of the knees, it's the crotch. <laughs> Great. Aren't those chaps that's relevant no, to this conversation? No, I'm just saying that I'm so fat. Whenever I bend over, I just rip my jeans. So, and then I don't bother getting oh. in the front. <laughs> in the front, like no, the cr- which like direction the, do you bend over? In the crotch, <laughs> like, like in do a, a bridge. In the, you like bend over backwards and rip your crotch. Where, yeah. where all the where all the fabric is stitched together in the crotch. That's where it rips. So, we cut to Squirg's hideout. And it's an undersea cave. And we meet uh, Pluma's grandfather, who's basically just like an old turkey kind of thing. And he's being guarded by Gronk. Or something. Kronk? Gronk. Gronk. He seems kind of crabby. He's a mustache lobster. lobster. Yeah. Yeah. And he has a he's a real disability. He has massive size continuity problems. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Holy cow. When when those characters came up, I was like, holy cow. These are awesome designs for these characters. All the other characters we've seen so far look like little tiny plastic dolls. But these actually look like they have some sort of like character to them. Yes, Squirk is basically Sharktopus. Yes. Yes. He's basically, a, I mean, like, he's a huge, he's a giant uh, 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 gelatinous cube. or um, uh, from, Horrible gelatinous cube. Yeah, horrible gelatinous cube from, from uh, Futurama. Like, exactly that design, but red. A Gronk is actually pretty fun. I like how he's yeah. drawn. No, so do I. I mean, he, he's a hairy lobster, so... Which I thought yeah. was kind of interesting. The fact they give him like white hair and like a white mustache. I assumed yeah. that they were going to be playing him off as like being an old lobster, but that didn't come up. It didn't seem like he was being played as old. It seemed like he was just being abused. Ab- yeah, just like a, a <laughs> yeah. henchman, basically, just an underling. So yeah, he's an yeah. Ab- he's he has a, an abusive relationship or uh, with his boss Squig Squirg, and um, for some reason Grandpa Puma. Who doesn't have a name? It's just Grandpa. Uh, can't yeah. shape change at all. And when he said that, that's because I I didn't do any background on this. I didn't look at any of the other stories. I was like, what the fuck does being a bird have to do with shape changing? Like, wh- why were they shape changing <laughs> birds? Why were they just not shape shifters in general? They're shape changing birds. Here's the thing: they never show up again. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> no. <laughs> nice, nice. 
they trade insults, and Gronk toadies up to Squirg uh, to no avail, because uh, Squirg hates everything. But during this entire exchange, they seem to be, like, hanging out and eating things. And what it is is yeah, like Squirg and... Algae? and all, yeah, it looks like they're just grabbing seaweed, and they're eating seaweed. And when I was watching that, I was like, oh, these aren't the bad guys. They're actually, like, they're ecologists. They're actually, like, because uh, they're vegetarians. <laughs> they're trying to make sure that, like, they're not disrupting the environment too much. They're probably just trying to, like, save the planet. Do you think they're, like, trying to reach, like, a state of homeostasis for their little cave? Like, where, like, uh, Squirg can eat the, uh, the, the seaweed that grows from Gronk's shit? Fertilizer, yeah. Grok fertilizes the seaweed, yeah. and then Squirk can eat yeah. it. And there's, a, it seems like in this one, all of the bad guys are vegetarians. Like even like the weird bad guy henchmen that we see a little bit later on, are all vegetarians. Mm. Well, like, didn't you see uh, Troll Two where vegetarians are actually secret cannibals? It's the truth. No, I did not. <laughs> oh wait, are you talking about the the animated? Movies, trolls, no, the, or you the, mean the uh, no the the horror movies, the movie, the trolls, yeah, the movie. horror movies. Yeah. Okay, okay. Where they turn the uh, humans into into like trees, like mushroom or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. they eat them. Yeah, or like killer clowns from outer space, where you know you think that they're just drinking cotton candy, but it's actually like cocooned people. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, liquefied, right. liquefied humans inside that candy, cotton candy ball. Um, they wouldn't crispy. Candy that would make coating. all the cotton candy dissolve. I don't know about this science. Well, I tell well, you what, we science. just need to sit down and watch Killer Clowns from Mars, and we can discuss this like adults from outer space. From outer space, yes. Yeah, sorry, yeah, they're Killer not from Mars. From Jesus. outer space. Sorry, God, Adam. I guess technically they are from outer space, but we know what part of outer space they're from. Adam, you're such a Philly steen. Wow. <laughs> wah, 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 wah. Oh, come on. Okay. Uh, no, I think that one gets a central Pluma is Pluma is standing on a cliff overlooking a lake or the ocean or something, and she's being watched by Spike and uh, an unnamed pony. Buttons. They call me Buttons now. Buttons. Is it buttons? Okay. Yeah, it's buttons. Profusely. Uh, the sweaty. kids uh, peer pressure fizzy pony into making big bubbles uh, that they're able to get inside. And, uh, and then, then become they weightless. summon their. Dr- yeah, they float around inside these buttons, uh, so these bubbles. Jesus. They summon their dread familiars, the baby sea ponies, by sacrificing one of the baby sea ponies young, I assume. I think, I think that is the case. <laughs> And it, it is incredibly Why? haunting to see these things pop up because they have, like, yes. little, uh, um, little, what do you call it, like, life. Yeah, little inner tubes around them. But then they have, like, mm-hmm. these flippers on the side of them, but they're still, like, horse-shaped. They are creepy as fuck. And they can only communicate making 50s doo-wop noises. <laughs> when they die, their bodies are ground up to make that blue fluid that's used to grease the combs uh. of barbershop quartets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. What's with the voice acting? Like, it's it's bad. Why, yeah. do any, why does any pony that is, like, 
remotely young sound like it's someone straining to poop? <laughs> Jesus. I just need to go get the pony. <laughs> Jesus. I like the Why idea that Kevin Costner... Paradise Estate still not good home? No, you can't do it, Adam, because your voice is actually deep. You have to, like, <coughs> really talk from the nose and, like, squeeze your throat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're, they're just doing, like, the nasally thing. Yeah. You sa- you, the first one sounded like it was... The first one sounded like it was like Bill Cosby playing a pony. (laughs) He played a pony called Sleepy Pony. Gigglers! Theo in the Jello Pudding Pop. (laughs) Pony. Etc. Paris Paradise Estates. I don't know. I've, I've got nothing. I'm no good with Bill Cosby. No one's good with Bill Cosby, Theo. except for Bill Cosby, because he's a rapist. Oh, God. I, don't know. I saw that that, that Cosby cartoon that you were telling us about last time. I actually watched the whole thing. The House of Fifth, Cos- the House of Cosby. It's yeah, amazing. The House of Cosby's. Yeah, yeah. Like how none of them sound like Bill Cosby. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. At this point. Uh, Pluma fires a beam of purple-white heat into the sea. Yeah, she pulls a rose from Titanic and just... Yes. ...uses the star of the ocean as a plot device in order to get Bill Paxton to trip on PCP. (laughs) Uh, This scours the ocean floor like the surface of a 40k hive world. (laughs) And then we cut to more algae eating. Yeah, so it's a yeah. signal to Squirg, and he sells, sends Grank, Gronk, whatever. Yeah, but, but the signal fries Gronk first. It actually, like, hits him and causes him some, uh, makes it look like he's cooked a little bit. So then Squirk throws Kronk, or Gronk, Boy, into What the are you water. talking about? You didn't see that? Is that like what the, happened? Yeah, the the message from the jewel is basically like a laser beam that then ricochets into the the cave where Squirk and Gronk are, and it hits Gronk. Oh, and then Gronk like shoots off onto uh, some stalag- stalagmites or stalactites. And, I thought uh, it was because um, Squirk hit him and he like flew off and hit the stalactites and fell into the water because Squirk was telling him to go look at look after look out of it because it caused like a rumble and an earthquake kind of. But, you know, Gronk is, like, light pink, so I wonder if, like, throughout his career, he's been, like, lightly singed multiple times. Yeah, oh, he's, he's, like, so an albino. He's an albino uh, lobster or something, and he's been cooked. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's, he's, that's why his eyebrows and mustache are white? Well, in fact, he, mm. he, he's, he's quite dead. He, he was cooked, and all that's happening is we're seeing steam and air escape from his shell as it screams. <laughs> These are his death throws uh, throughout the entire episode. Gotcha. No, yeah, because it just happens to exactly remember resemble whatever Squirg instructs Squirg instructs it to do. Instructs yeah. it to do. Motherfucker. Yeah. No, Gr- Gronk was actually sitting inside of a uh, he was sitting inside of a clamshell eating some more algae when he got hit by the laser light. He jumped up into the stalactites, and then that's when Squirg hit the wall of the cave jarring 
Gronk to get down into the water and then send him off. David, so. David, is this how you remember that, or is this am I misremembering it? I don't think this is important. Well, I think this is where <laughs> I kind of, I kind of lost a focus. And uh, yeah, this, yeah, this is when you realize that you're an through, adult so. human that had responsibilities that you needed to take care of. Oh, right. Halfway through like, this okay, pony I, thing. I got to figure out what the shopping list is. Wait, wait. Why yeah. did you say human? Like, uh, no reason. No, are no, you don't a read cyborg? No, no reason. Yeah. Don't. Don't not think a pony. Why, why wouldn't you just say adult? Why, why would you? I'm not a pony. Why? I'm a real boy. Why not I'm a just real boy. say I'm a real boy? Adult. I have hands. I have fucking hands under these hooves. Gronk comes up to collect the amulet. And that's when we see the massive size of Gronk. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he is twice the size of any pony. He is like twice the size of the uh, shape-shifting birds. As soon as I saw this, I was like, holy fuck. My yeah, perception of Squirk is going to be off. Because he was yeah. tiny compared to Squirk. And that's when we and, learn that Squirk is actually like a proper kaiju in this world. Yeah, he's enormous. <laughs> we see it later. Pluma essentially lays the amulet down in front of Gronk, but Baby Button's pony uses telekinesis to snatch it away. But it's it works like an invisible like string. He can like jerk it for like a short yeah. distance. Yeah. He can't like make it fly away. And instead of actually like trying to to take control of it again, he's just using it to kind of taunt Gronk and force Gronk to like move further inland basically yeah to flip and around it'll, essentially it'll distract him it'll yeah create a delaying tactic essentially so well it's like we learned in gigantor the sea creatures are are weak on land yeah they're weak against land-based abilities like telekinesis <laughs> uh under the sea the kids sea ponies and fizzy uh hide from squig who is going up to shore, and he's... This is the point where we see he's fucking enormous. Mm. Uh, and they really do some, do some like, uh, deep shots that show that he's, like, huge. Yeah. Yeah, they, they do that that force perspective where they actually, like, shoot him from, uh, yeah. from a low angle in order to make it look, like, even larger, trying to do, like, perception of what the ponies would see interacting with him. Yes. Yeah. The kids pop up at the sea cave, and they immediately break uh, Grand Pluma out of his cage. Yes, using the power of opposable thumbs. Yeah. Yes. They, they use a lever. It's revealed that it's all just a tactic, like they were all just doing a big diversion in order to be able to get into Squirk's home base to save the grandpa, and, and it was obviously a grand plan, and it was working. It was an amazing, detailed, well-thought-out well put together plan well for like three little white kids it's not too bad to be honest <laughs> little known fact three little white kids was the original working title <laughs> it was my pretty three little white kids three little white kids three little white kids <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. you can comb their hair <laughs> The squ Squirg emerges, and he and the ponies and Pluma have, like, a tug of war. 
over the Flash Stone. Let me stop and comment on... And listen. Oh, Mike is back Christ. with a whole new edition. Really, Mike? Really? You you don't get to use that word. <laughs> that's okay, that's my word. word. <laughs> that's our <laughs> word. Let's, let's For pa- when you make terrible puns. <laughs> let's pause. Um, uh, talk about this and hear me. Okay? Mm-hmm. Yes. This is the problem with this, with cell animation that <laughs> got me all fucking fired up and why you can't ever go back from watching proper, like, <laughs> proper CGI nowadays. What is the fuck is the, wrong with you? The, the voices and the mouths don't ever match up. Like, Squig <laughs> is talking and his mouth isn't moving. And then, like, this thing where they reuse frames and you could tell that their head's moving around in this weird way and they're talking but their mouth isn't moving and it just, it makes my head hurt and it just, it, it, twi- it, it, it just really gets under I, my skin. I just, <laughs> I just love, I love that this is Mike's recurring bit now, the... Yeah. Cell animation was so bad. Yes. Let me tell you of cell animation. It's also a bad transfer. He was talking yeah. and yeah, his mouth yeah. wasn't moving. And then he's just like squirming around and it's just like, what is Yeah, going? but somebody was trying to rip rip a VHS tape to put onto YouTube as a streaming service. Like yeah, there's the, their frame rate and sync problems. Is is yeah. that what there's it is? There's some compatibility because issues, yeah. yeah. It, it, it's definitely not healthy. I mean, it's not helping, but this is also really shitty animation, Mike. You're not wrong. Yeah. I don't think it's cell animation that's wrong. It's I think shitty. It's, this is this was yeah, made this was out cheaply of, on done a very shitty quickly. budget. Yeah. Well, they only had three years to make it. <laughs> <laughs> well, they cranked well, they, out 50, 50 episodes. Yeah, I was going to say three years, but they, that's they lazy. They're supposed, they to, had to. they're supposed to make sixty four, aren't they? Yeah, they really crapped 65. out. They're supposed to be 65 in a year, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I reserve the, the, the worst of period. the cell animation is when they reuse cells again, and you could tell that they had just recently used it again, and it's your brain automatically goes back to what they were saying before, but it's something different, so. <laughs> yeah. My ADD cannot cope with... Can't keep that. Up. And I think I, I blame cell animation for what my brain is today. Interesting. <laughs> Not the years of alcohol abuse. No. No, that okay. just kills off that kills off the weaker brain cells. Yeah, we know. Not the decades of internet porn. No, not that. That only um That kills that off the weak boners. Well that that taught you. That taught you SEO, so search engine optimization. So you're yeah, you're good. It's not yeah. the decades of sniffing glue. <laughs> no, of course not. That's just, that's been no, holding it all together. You, the glue yeah, holds you, it all together. So you know that you only did that once, and you just thought a decade passed. Or or the decades of Blue Mountain coffee. Mm. Put it in your pee hole. Yeah. Blue Mountain I beans. Just, Put them in your peens. I'm just again picturing Mike's dick, and it and it's like. Enorm- how often do you picture? How often do you picture my dick? Trunk. It's a it's a trunk. daily thing, right? It's uh, and like 
it's just a normal penis, but like part of it is like flattened like a piece of gum, <laughs> where he smashes it with a hammer. It's only to get my daily Joe. <laughs> well, last episode, you drink you were, your coffee. <laughs> last episode, you kept going on about how Mike has excessive foreskin that gives him an elephant trunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you think I don't remember? Okay, I just wanted to make sure. (laughs) You wrote it down afterwards, I know. I may not remember, but you guys do. This is going into my one-man show, yeah. I thought it was going into your spank bank. (laughs) I I think it's pasture bedtime. I think you're right, too. I'm actually half asleep. (laughs) Pretty solid. (laughs) Not too bad. And accurate. (laughs) All right, David, what's our next segment? Squirg uh, <laughs> overpowers the ponies and yes. grabs them and Pluma into uh, a conch shell or a... Um, well, he grabs them in w- with one tentacle, and as soon as he grabbed them, I was like, oh, he's going to just fucking eat them. Because yeah. it would have made so much... Because he's got these giant razor teeth. He's got them like, right in his, in his tentacle, like right close to his face. And then he randomly pulls out a clamshell. Yeah, and pops him in there. But he's a vegetarian. It's, That's why he doesn't eat them. It's true. It's true. That's when I realized that he was an actual vegetarian. Despite he, having the head of a piranha. Yep. Right. Or the teeth of a piranha. Well, a fun fact is piranha actually often and will preferably eat uh, rotten fruit that falls into the waters. So they're not necessarily carnivores. They're more of an omnivore. It's just that people usually see them only when they're eating uh, meat. So. People. Mm-hmm. At that point, Squirg uh, emerges in the cave, captures everyone. Commercial break! As Bubbles, or as Fizzy, is like desperately trying to get the waters in there to queef out another bubble, <laughs> he just sort of pops up and is like, gotcha! He's like, queef this! Really? Am I getting mic? Queef <laughs> <laughs> this. I mean, I Queef deserve that. it. I deserve it. Uh, I'm out of puns. <laughs> when we return, our heroes are all tied up inside of a T-Rex skull, and the vines holding the skull are being... It was, s- it was a Megalodon skull. Yeah, you don't know you that it was much. a T-Rex. It, it wasn't was- a T-Rex. Mm-hmm. That was totally a megalodon. Whatever. It, look at the teeth. Look at the nose. Look at the eyes. Look at the ears. <laughs> look at <laughs> look at its sweet, sweet hindquarters. And its toes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, say, we've made it to toes, each of your fetishes. <laughs> <laughs> I say nay. <laughs> the vines that are holding up the top of the skull are being slowly eaten by apparently enormous turtles. Yeah, giant, giant snapping turtles are eating away yeah. at the seaweed vines. And this is like the rest of the henchmen, the rest of the bad guys, we see that they are, in fact, vegetarian as well. Right. They are eating vines in an incredibly threatening way. <laughs> uh, this writer must have gotten notes. Had to. From who? Right. And the note was... More seaweed. Yeah, the, the note was... Can you up the stakes more? Yes. And, and it's just, it's, it's so bizarre because they're just like slowly being eaten away. So it's almost like even 
as they're doing this, the jaw of the Megalodon will just be, like, very gently lowered on them. Right. And it's not like they're underneath the teeth or anything. They're just inside the mouth. Yeah, so the mouth just cavity. Yeah. It's just going to close. Off. Right. Yeah. Um, they, again, try to peer pressure Pluma into transforming to save them, uh, but their only power, peer pressure of people, doesn't yeah. work. Peer pressure of those with greater power than them. Yes. Music montage. Yes. Squirg and Gronk go looking for the other half of the fl- of the amulet. And along the way, Squirg sings a song about how evil he is. And this is when we're, we are revealed that the voice actor for Squirg does not know how to sing. <laughs> He's struggling. And he, uh, he tortures fish, kind of like half transforming them. And he erects a half statue of himself. And they find the other half of the amulet. Whoa, no, you skipped over one of the most important parts. Okay. He has half the amulet, so he can only do like half wishes. But somehow, half of a wish he made on a group of fish causes them to lose their teeth and then turn into ducks (laughs) and swim away. Right. What the fuck was that wish? (laughs) What was the rest of that wish if that was half of it? (laughs) Uh, I, I, I think know. he, I think he may have started to make the um, uh, television series Ducktales right there, and oh. he only got half of Whoa. it into fruition. So they turned into dodo birds instead. He yeah. got he got Hugh Dew and Lou. Exactly. <laughs> Hugh to Lou. Hugh to yes. Lou. That quacks me up. But yeah, and I also did not understand. Why just... <laughs> I heard a little bit. I I got it. I got something out of you. I got a high bitch squeal. I, I got I, a... I, I that... just don't understand why why he's going around torturing fish. Also, like it just seems just like random and bizarre. It, I guess it's really just to like solidify that he's a bad guy. Yeah, but... it's just like it's classic Little Mermaid. You know, just torture the things around you <laughs> to, to prove how yeah. to, to prove how evil you are. Yeah, it's opposite of save the cat. Yeah, they just they find the amulet. It's literally just laying on the ocean floor. Yeah, just like, laying on the ground. Laying, just, yeah, anybody could have picked it up. Any of those fish could have grabbed it at any point in time and just been like, he picks I him wish up. for half a food. Right. Uh, he picks it up. It combines into one whole amulet. He's still angry even in this moment of triumph. Right. Well, well he, yes, he's a mad guy. He gets he gets the whole amulets. He's still hangry, but very <laughs> ecstatic. This this goes back to like the the bad guys in our generation had no backstory. They were no like they weren't like a, the Joker that you know was wronged and you know the origin story. They were just uncharacteristically evil for no apparent reason, and <laughs> nothing could satiate their evilness for. Evality. Yes. However, right. more often than not, in our generation, the bad guys still showed some type of restraint, allowing the good guys to still win in some fashion. Because the good, is, because bad guys were dumb. That's what we were also taught: is that the bad guys are dumb, and the good guys can win be, by thinking things clearly through. And really, what we learned was, you know the bullies will sometimes win in reality because they're just bigger and stronger than you. 
Oh, and they'll Mike. kick you. They'll <laughs> kick you in the teeth oh, when you're Mike. not when you're not looking. <laughs> hey, you were looking. <laughs> yeah, that's how he I got buy. your. He gets how he got that's your teeth just, and not the back of his head. Teeth. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Mike, I'm sorry. I'm sorry again. Oh, this is on every episode. I do. But I really fucked up Mike's mouth. It's it's a it's been a couple episodes. Sure. He starts flooding the land, uh, driving adorable creatures to higher ground. Though waves of water springing up from the earth threaten Paradise Estates, which is now apparently on a cliff. And all of this distresses little baby Cuddles Pony. Mm -hmm. And that's the end of the fucking episode. Yep, that's it. I have to assume that was the end of the series, too. That uh, I hope so. Struck, struck just one. A, a squirt. Struck. Struck? What the hell is his name? Squirk? Squirk. Squirk. That he just won and transformed the uh, Pony Paradise into Aqualand. Which is also another thing that I was wondering. If he was going to revert the landscape to being fully aquatic... Wouldn't that be more beneficial for the mermaid ponies? ponies? For the sea ponies? So would, shouldn't the sea ponies be on Squirk's side? But who would they sing doo-wop to? The fish Each don't other. care. Squirk. They already know all the... Yeah, they don't know all the doo They Lobsters. already know all the doo-wop songs. Well, fish don't have ears. <laughs> well, there's there's Squirk. There's a lobster. I mean, there, there's there's other sentient underwater beings that they could... Entertain. ...perform with in entertain or form alliances with i don't know i'm just saying so anyway the the credits after run for an incredibly long time did anybody yes. else notice that they are very long yeah yeah especially for like a 10 minute episode yeah they're yeah. very long well so did was this episode actually only 10 minutes like what filled up the rest of the a half an hour block was it just like 20 minutes of commercials no, I told you, Mike, that yeah. the other half was another Hasbro property, like yeah. uh, Moon Ooh, Dreamers or Glow Worms. Oh, okay, so there's yeah, five minutes yeah. of commercials in this 10-minute block, and then... Uh, and then Another TV show. Another and then TV another show. commercial that was the show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then other commercials from other so shows. Was was this series popular? I have uh, to assume so. It was... For, te for 10 years. I it mean. was remembered... Yeah, I mean they've they've remade it several times, right? Well, I, I think off of the backs of nostalgia, maybe perhaps they had a cult following. All right, all right, I'll give you that. Okay, I'm, I'm, gonna, gonna, sneak in, I'm gonna sneak into your house and cut your Achilles tendon. <laughs> I'm gonna cross that off the list. <laughs> and as you're flopping around on the ground, he's gonna be like, "No harm, no fall." <laughs> 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 Fuck <Pretty good>. you. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> Damn it. No pain, no grain. <laughs> That's pretty good. Oh, God, yeah. I can't believe I laughed. Why would I be <laughs> flopping around if you just cut my Achilles tendon? Because well, you I keep also, trying to stand up and you yeah, just keep falling Yeah, I also down. threw you on the floor in, in a pile of grease. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, well, that was know, understood. I, I have a lot of yeah, I have yeah. a lot of Pam lying around. You yeah, I know you got a lot of yeah, exactly. you got that you've got that grease carpet that you keep in your bedroom. <laughs> also, there was a lot 
of feedback that My Little Pony was very much like a cash grab, highly commercialized. Mm. No. And there was a lot of pushback that said like, oh, you know, you're just saying that because it's a property for little girls or for women as opposed to like Star Wars or anything else that was heavily licensed. Right, yeah. Yeah. That said, this was utter garbage. Mm -hmm. Terribly animated, really horribly written. Bad voice acting. I mean... Some of it was bad. good, but bad writing. Yeah, it definitely bad writing. The, the thing about the animation that really killed me was it was it, it was bad, but it wasn't necessarily how bad it was. It was how much the characters literally looked like plastic butt plugs you would buy for children. They like look just they they, yeah. they 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 look like a very cheaply made toy, and I'm sure that was because they were trying to sell very cheaply made toys. And you you notice that like some of the ponies, they are very careful to draw like that that their eyes are gems or they're like faceted, because yes. mm-hmm. yep. that's yep. what the toy line was. That's what the toy was. Yep. But like it, it just looked like smooth plastic. It looked like it was an injection molded plastic characters that they were animating. They're a little bit too close to horse, like to ponies. Also, it's like it, they were it, too horse. They weren't pony enough for you. No, it, mm-hmm. it treaded into the Uncanter Valley. Uh, that was a stretch. That was a stretch, Mike. <laughs> I'm also gonna. I'm also gonna cut your femoral artery. <laughs> um, and then, and then you'll just be dead. Yeah, watch you fucking bleed out on your grease carpet. So, what other arteries do I have left? I mean, there are other arteries. I, yeah. I have more. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. There's, I, only, yeah. I only need one artery. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Interesting theory. Let's don't, test it. Don't put it to the test, Mike. Don't don't put that to the no, test. No, we gotta do the we gotta do the science. And besides, you still left all my veins clear, so that's, the, the blood could get back to my heart fine. Yeah, that's my mistake. I'll rectify that. <laughs> I'll rectify you <laughs> while I'm bleeding out. I'm going to rectify you. Rectify. Rectify, brother. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So let's hoof it to the next uh, segment. Okay. Okay. I'll that one I too. will give it. I'll yep. That one. I yeah. will give that one like to that. you. You worked hard for it. You earned it. <laughs> you were patient. It was terrible to get there, but we made it. Yeah. <laughs> we made it. <laughs> Our next segment is Uncomfortable Silence, where Matt asks me, what's our next segment, David? All right, David, what is our next segment? Oh, well, we do we want to talk about how we feel about this before we go to the next segment? Utter garbage. Let's move is, on. Is, is how we feel about it going to be the next segment? Uh, David, what David, is our next what segment? Is, what is, what is our segment? David, what, what David, is our next segment? Can you tell us? With your amulet of power, what the subsequent segment will be. I like my amulets a little runny. Splendid. I like Can you put mushrooms in it, David? Fishy, 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 fish. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, David. Hey, David. (laughs) Let's go to voting. (laughs) David. David. <laughs> Splendid. Segment. Is this amazingly amazing, terribly terrible, or amazingly terrible? Excellent. 
<laughs> I am going to go with terribly terrible myself. Just because I don't want to have to watch another piece of this, and I think we pretty much got the gist of how much of a cash grab it is. I would be more than happy to watch My Little Pony and Friends instead. <laughs> you would, you brony. I'm no, not a brony. My, I'm this, a clopper. This is My Little Pony and oh, Friends. This is the My Little Pony segment of My Little Pony and Friends. Friendship is magic. Oh, wait. The podcast is My Little Pony and Friends? Is This is the My Little Pony segment of My Pony, My Little Pony and Friends? Yeah, this is how we tell you. Oh. This is a My Little Pony podcast now. You're listening to Amazingly Terrible! Fuck yeah! Yes. Fuck. That's what we're renaming it. I knew I was going to be trapped here one day. I just didn't think it was going to be from you, Matt. <laughs> also, that's what I'm naming my dick. <laughs> My Guys, Little Pony just, or My, my little, little Pony, pony. Friends. <laughs> and then the balls are in Friends. Yeah. <laughs> one is in and one is Friends. I okay, I'm going to say, Mike. I'm sorry, I meant to say, I am more than happy to watch Friendship is Magic. My Little okay. Pony, Friendship is Magic? What is it? I don't even know what it is. Yeah, yeah. My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic. Okay. My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic. I'd be more than happy to watch that. Dude, um, you should check out the new generation. So I'm saying terribly terrible. It's CGI. I am on the fence because I feel like this is a wellspring of garbage. <laughs> just because they there's so much crap in here uh, that I feel like there's a whole lore for us to exploit. On the other hand, it is so bad. It hurts me. <laughs> it hurts my eyes and my heart and and my little pony. It, it's an assault on all of your senses. I, you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, oh God. now that you've said that, Matt, mm-hmm. I think that you are right in the fact that this is a wellspring of garbage that we can continually set on fire over that, and over again. We, that we can suckle our mouths up to like we're drinking right from the hose. However, I think that it's actually even better for the fact that it's 10 minutes of garbage at a time <laughs> rather than 30 minutes of garbage that we have to slog through. So you're, so, you're saying laziness wins. So, I, a 1,000% of the time, laziness that wins. This is why when people come to me and they're like, oh, the Illuminati is controlling the government. I'm like, no, they aren't. Yes. Do you know how lazy fucking people are? Nobody's going to go to all that trouble. When they yep. could just do it right out in the open, fuck right. off. When they can just bribe a lobbyist. <laughs> so instead of so instead of subliminal, it's superliminal. Join the navy. Exactly. Exactly. So I mean, you watch if you watch any of the Transformers movies, they're all just advertisements for the army. So. Yep. So what you're saying is, since these are only ten minute episodes, we could actually do like a podcast with one other episode and then add in the My Little Pony 10-minute episode <laughs> at the end of it so we could do, like, you know, Amazingly Terrible and My Little Pony and Friends. Oh, or, amazing, Amazingly amaz- Terrible and Friends? I mean, the problem is we don't friends, have any yeah. friends. Well, I think it, it would be My so, Little Pony and Amazingly Terrible. No, it's Amazingly Terrible and My Pony. <laughs> amazingly Terrible and My Pony. <laughs> Amazingly, my terrible pony. My amazingly terrible little pony. Yeah, ATP. ATP. Amazingly terrible pony. Um, No, what I'm saying is we don't have to subject ourselves to that 
that much garbage in order to do an episode if we roll on My Little Pony and Friends again. However, knowing us, we would choose the like 15 fucking part episode that we're then going to wind up spending three hours watching. So, I don't know. I'm I'm on the fence, but I, I think that you have good points, Matt, and laziness wins. So... <laughs> I uh, still applaud our ability to turn a 10-minute episode into a two-hour podcast. Oh, yeah. I mean, extending media is is the future of entertainment. <laughs> hey, extending media is what I call my penis. Yes. <laughs> yep. We know. We, we, are, we are the opposite of TikTok. What do you call the flat bit? <laughs> um, uh, the runway? The, the tarmac? <laughs> the speed test get, get, uh, at two o'clock in the morning. I'm going to come up with something. <laughs> well, text us. I, I, it, it's text no, us and let yeah, us know. Yeah, it's it's a boner with a flat bit in it. That's when you come up with it. Two a.m. It's a flat boner. You're going to do like a, a flat a flat top thing. You're trying to make a Dick Tracy joke out of it's it. It's a floater. Yeah. It's a floater. I was actually going to go with like some kind of like screwdriver reference. Like opposite of Phillips. Oh, guess I guess it would twist. It would be like a it would be like a little drill head. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest, it's a big drill head. <laughs> let's just not talk about my penis anymore. No. Well, yeah, I mean I mean with the size of your penis, if you flatten out the tip of it, then it's like a shovel. <laughs> Yeah. You know, uh, male models use the uh, flat tip of my penis as their square jaw. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't even understand what that means. You're doing like a reverse uh, teabagging on them or something? Yeah, I'm always like Mike coming over. Like, Mike, c- come on over. I got to lay down this spackle. <laughs> I-, I need to dig trenches for my Armageddon yeah. bunker. <laughs> can, you, can you trowel this clay? Onto my, uh... I need to plant the south field. <laughs> the corn's coming in nicely this time of year. <laughs> the corn's <laughs> coming in nicely. <laughs> uh, how did we get here? <laughs> I have no idea. Wait, Mike, do you want to watch the show again or not? <laughs> it's a wellspring of shit. It is. Mm-hmm. It does. It's like, a, it's, like it's, it's like shit flooding the land. It's like a septic tank that overflows backwards mm-hmm. or backflows. Amazingly terrible. Backwaters. The show that's like a septic tank that flows backwards. Amazingly terrible. The show that's like a septic tank backwash. Okay. Um, so I think we were at me reversing my opinion of it being terribly terrible. Uh, Mike, what do you think? It's um, it's pretty terrible. So you just stick with terribly terrible. Do you want to watch this again? I think it's really what it comes down to. Is it? Will I be able to do more horse puns? <laughs> Here's the thing. I feel like there's more <sighs> urine here to drink. Hot, stinky horse urine. Mike, I'm pretty sure that no matter what we watch next, you'll be able to cram in some more horse puns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, when it comes to horse puns, I think it's a lot of fun puns. Yeah, I will cut your Achilles tendon. <laughs> I'm just picturing like the the kids getting a revenge on Matt by like them 
sneaking into the apartment above Matt, cutting a hole in the ceiling, and as he sleeps, just slowly playing horse puns over the night. So they enter his subconscious (laughs) to the point where he just starts trying to tear his own hair out. No, I was thinking more of along lines of like like a tiny little hole in the apartment (laughs) above and then dropping this small little thin wire Mm -hmm. down right above his mouth and then slowly dripping... Uh, a You're little a hot of horse poison. Pee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pee. I don't think that's how gross point blank went. I I, I don't think it was horse pee. It was I'm just thinking about how they semen. have to go and train with Adam as a Krav Maga master for years to, to, as they prepare to get their revenge. <laughs> yeah, and and to their to their chagrin later on they realized that he only like moderately like was into Krav Maga. Yeah, yeah. It, it's like, I don't think I have like two years of experience. Yeah, yeah. They're like, well, we can't really fight, and you keep shoving coffee into our genitals, so I don't really understand what you're going for here. All you keep on doing is telling us to get into the stance where we hold our hands up like like claws, but that's all that you show us. <laughs> We put our and back foot that back. that and he just keep forcing us to cook you meals. We're pretty sure that's not part of it. <laughs> we're pretty sure we're slaves. So none of that goes in the podcast. So no, this so was David, a lost five minutes. Right what's here. the part of the show where like we all get super high for being up so late that we come up with the stupidest, most obscene things to talk about? That's all of it. That's, that's, yeah. okay. This is this is called the uh, the the Christmas special episode. <laughs> this is this is called the clip show episode. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. This is the pole so, so all the clips fl- that nobody remembers. So do we flip a coin or? Uh, oh yeah, Mike. What's your vote? Yeah, what's your uh, vote, Mike? No. Okay. So you, understandable. You say no. I'm gonna go yes. Matt's going yes. I'll go yes too, because just because of the shortness of these things david david i'll I'll say yes just to keep on moving (laughs) (laughs) so we're all in agreement that it's amazingly terrible except for mike who says it's terrible terrible terribly terrible i mean mike's mike's not wrong i just feel like there's more garbage yeah i'll vote for derek too okay go fred uh derek says it's terrible too (laughs) (laughs) i disagree derek <laughs> hey, hey, as as the Republican member of this podcast, I'm going to vote twice, and, cl- and and then and then claim yeah. voter fraud, yeah, and then gerrymander the rest of you fuckers into oblivion. Yes, nice. nice. You, all, you all are are committing voter fraud. I need to see some ID. <laughs> all right, let's let's move on to redemption. Adam. Yeah. Yeah. What changes would you like to make to the list? Ooh. I can whoa, make changes to the list. Okay. Why does that whoa, 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 so, David, you said that I, I can add back in Pride of the X-Men? No. Or, uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> we just watched the same episode. I know. Okay. And I get to t- torture Derek again. <laughs> <laughs> um, the 
The other question I had, which I think that you already answered, was can I enhance something that we already have in the lineup enhance. to make it more likely to well, hit? I think Mike did that, so... Mike did do that. Okay. Yeah. How did I do that? Refresh yeah. my memory. I remember, but uh, I just you, wanted to make you, sure that you, you guys remember. You said you wanted to do that. That's It was that easy? Yeah. Uh, that's anticlimactic. Wait, do we really have Beavis and Butthead in here? I was making, I was that, joking around earlier when was, I said Bevis and Butehead. That, that was part of our childhood. Mm -hmm. I just, I remember the, that in high school. The best part. I'm gonna make you look through some French cartoons, David. Mm -hmm. I want to do that Guinevere cartoon, Princess Guinevere in the Jewel Riders. Nice. Nin 1995-1996. I'm adding that in. I'm excited about that. Oh, it's all capitalized. That must be from the. <laughs> <laughs> that must be something I copied from the Deke catalog. <laughs> it, maybe it was. Deke! Well, we, when you were, you were quietly browsing the Deke catalog at home. Don't you remember when we, we came across this with the um, the Knights of the Round Table, the King Arthur and the football players of the Round Table? Yeah. This, this, is, this is a spinoff of that. This <laughs> is a French spinoff from that cartoon. Nice. I'm excited about this garbage. Yep. Well, let's move on to our next redemption. Uh, Mike, you said you wanted to add the Super Mario Brothers Super Show? Uh, yes, I added... Well, it's Matt's uh, turn. Matt, what do you want to do? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, let, me, let me look at the wish list. David, your Achilles tendon, please. <laughs> Hand in your attendance. Place it on the table. Please. Oh man, there's so many evil things I could do. Gentlemen, I've decided to remove row 179. The tick. Ah, <laughs> motherfucker! Ah, oh, Jesus Christ! You're such an asshat. I am doing this for your own good. Present your Achilles, your Achilles tendon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Put your Achilles tendon out for a slashing. Great. Now I, the, now I have to get mad at Adam. What's up? Now I now I have to get mad at Adam for the circle to be complete. <laughs> <laughs> we want cartoons twenty six hours a day. So tell me, what is index 406? All right. Ooh, four of the best part of the show. We get to see what's coming up on a future episode of Amazingly Terrible. Mm, you said 406? Yes. Or yes. the next time. I was, actually, I was actually just looking at it a little so while. So it'll be, that's 408. Uh. <laughs> Spider-Man 1981. <laughs> of course it's Spider-Man. Why wouldn't it be Spider-Man? I'm pretty we've sure only got, that, we've only got five. Wait, hold on. One. Two, I'm three, pretty sure four, basically five, two two fifteen through six forty seven is just Spider-Man. Yeah. Because because we're just looking at like the normally we're looking at the section of Spider-Man that is actually titled Spider-Man. We're not even looking at like. Ultra Spider-Man or Unlimited Spider-Man mm -hmm. or 
Revenge of the, the Spider-Mans. Uh, Fantastic Spider-Man. Or uh, Spooge Tiny Spider-Man. Spider-Man. XXX Spider-Man. Circle Jerk of Spider-Man. Spider-Man's all the way down. Okay, number 16. I will look up to see what that is. Oh, good, because in a surprise upset, Adam, this goes to you. <laughs> Woohoo! Uh, okay, episode 16. The unfathomable Professor Gizmo. Every episode of Spider-Man 1981 is actually like Spider-Man versus so-and-so. Spider-Man versus so-and-so. Spider-Man oh, versus... Oh, just like The Tick. Boy, the that's plumber. a good show. We yeah. should put that on the list. <laughs> Spider-Man I strongly agree. The actuary. All right, I am not looking forward to this episode of Spider-Man because this is a really bad transfer. Mm, I'm excited. Like, whoever's VHS tape this was, they had like let it sit in the sun for a couple years. I'm excited for GoBots. I've never seen GoBots. I'm really interested to see Mike's hot take on GoBots. Yuck! This milk is spoiled. I I actually was looking forward to uh, GoBots as well, because I actually remember as like a little little kid, I enjoyed it more, and I think it's probably because it was shittier than Transformers. Hmm. Hey, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's. I'm gonna get my hot take. Honestly, honestly, I feel like we like it's it is like a veil of shadows. Like everything's terrible, and then there's this one like tiny little ray of light, like um, like Rainbow Bright, where like oh, this is actually good. And then it's back, back to the gulag, <laughs> or or like Jim and the holograms, we're like we're like we watched it, and as the first time, I was like, oh, I really don't like that because I think I'm not supposed to, but you know, I'm digging the music. This is yeah, actually yeah. pretty good. What the hell's going on? <laughs> Honestly, again, looking back, Jim and the holograms we, was very good. Yeah, yep. Agree. You know how good we had it. Yeah, we did not know how, how good little we, had we knew. It. Yeah. I'm I'm actually looking forward to going back and revisiting uh, Brave Star. Also, mm-hmm. now that we've seen some of this other garbage that's out here, we'd be like, "This is palatable garbage that's incredibly racist and homophobic." Uh, yeah. I mean, there were like I think we talked about it during the episode, but there were sparkles of creativity in there. Uh, yeah. Whereas this one. This felt like a relentless cash grab. All right, gentlemen. Well, well, if it sparkles, I've been David. (laughs) Uh, If you find those sparkles in your carpet, I've been Matt. I've never blown bubbles this big. I'm Adam. (laughs) If your flank is blank, then it's in the bank. And I've been Mike, and it's past your bedtime. Amazingly Terrible is produced by David and Adam. Music by Josh Woodward. Send your email to monotonouslyterrific at amazinglyterrible.com. You were asking earlier, Mike, about stuff that gets cut out of the episode. Um, mm-hmm. I do like cutting out a fair amount of times we make fun of you because you are the heart of this podcast. I think people really it's enjoy true. when you come on and play. So 
I am the heart on this podcast. <laughs> You're the heart on. You're the heart on. Turn on your heart on. Is that your pony name, heart on? <laughs> that's, that's that's what's right. on my flank, uh, uh, uh. and and he summons deer. <laughs>